Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Hallmark. I am your host, Dara, and you have just entered this space where we talk shop about Hallmark Channel, Great American Family, and Up TV. I just want to say cheers to you, whatever you may be doing as you're listening to this, whenever you may be listening to this. Thank you. So I have a bit of news for you, both on the Great American Family front and on the Dear Hallmark front. So let's start with Great American Family first. And this is as reported by Deadline. Candace Cameron Bure to play U.S. Army Reservist in next Great American Family holiday movie. Let the record show that they didn't say summer. They didn't say spring. They didn't say fall. They said holiday. I don't know if we're ever going to get any original seasonal content from Great American Family at this point outside of Christmas. And this is just yet another frustrating branch on my, my cherry tree. Not cherry, cherry tree. Let's read into this deadline article, shall we? Beret will play a U.S. Army reservist and orthopedic physician in My Christmas Hero, which will premiere as part of the network's annual Great American Christmas franchise. Great American Christmas returns in October with original movie premieres Saturdays and Sundays and 24-7 holiday movies through the end of the year. Beret's character, Nicole Ramsey, is dedicated to serving military service members and their families at the Joint Military Base in Lacey, Washington, home of I-Corps and the 50, sorry, 62nd Airlift Wing. This Christmas, with the help of many dedicated heroes, Dr. Ramsey is on a mission to honor a special fallen soldier and bring much-needed healing to her own family. We are proud to tell a story that honors our U.S. veterans this Christmas season. From World War II to present-day veterans, we shine the spotlight on their heroic work as well as aftercare needs, Bray said. We have a talented cast and crew and are thrilled to bring it to our great American family audience. Well, where is that talent during the rest of the year? My Christmas Hero is produced by Veteran Productions in association with Candy Rock Entertainment and Syrup Studios. Mick McKay serves as producer and Martin Wood directs an original screenplay written by Jim Head. Executive producers include Beret, Ford Englerth, Jeffrey Brooks, Brooks, Jim Head, Gerald Webb, Eric Jarboe, Holly Haas. Okay, there's a lot of EPs on this. Okay, we're just going to keep going. In spring of 2022, GAC Media signed Beret to develop, produce, and star in movies and TV shows for Great American Family and GAC Living. Where are the movies? Where are the TV shows? The Fuller House star also took an executive role in the company, overseeing and curating programming. What are we programming? Columbo? Murder, she wrote. And she is developing and producing content for GAC channels through her Candy Rock Entertainment. 
Beret also creates year-round seasonal... Now, I know they're lying. I know they're lying. Y'all, this has the nerve to say, Beret also creates year-round seasonal content for the network channels, (laughs) plural, while helping with the company's annual Great American Christmas franchise. Uh Uh-uh-uh! Ain't nothing year-round with Great American Family. But once a year. <laughs> and that's Great American Christmas. Okay. I, that statement is false. That is a whole blown up air balloon of a lie. With all of the firepower needed. Yeah, that is actually not true. Because she ain't put out one movie outside of her the, my christmas present since she's been with great american family in 2000 in spring of 2002 she's only put out one movie so she doesn't create anything because we haven't seen it it's been a year where is that yeah i said it like that where is that Well, that concludes our Great American Family news. How do you feel? Do you care? At this point, I've given up, given up the ghosts, thrown in the chips, thrown up the towel. I'll believe it when I see it is kind of where I am right now. The hope is gone. The hope train has left the station. Never to be seen again. We've closed it down. It's not even under construction. We've closed it down. We'll probably build some type of high-rise condominium on top of it. That's how I feel right now. Bring in the real estate developers at this point. I don't care. But in other news, and more importantly, in Dear Hallmark News, I just wanted to say, number one, how grateful I am for listeners, supporters, engagers, viewers, subscribers. I'm so fortunate. But what's going to happen is we're going to be going on a Christmas schedule as it pertains to the consistency of content. Now, for those of you who are OG listeners, you already know what it is. That means you got to be on the lookout any given day an episode could drop. You don't know where, you don't know when. You just got to make sure you subscribe. That's pretty much the mindset we take during Christmas, and now it's it's going to be implemented henceforth and forevermore, until further notice. Um, I actually announced this on Instagram Live last Tuesday and was completely taken aback by emotion because it was something that I had been thinking about for months now, and... I had made the decision in my head, however, to finally have said it out loud to the people, it just racked me with so much emotion that I I cried for like 30 minutes on the Instagram. I was like, ew, why is this happening? So you're probably like, well, are you still doing podcasts? Yes, I am still still doing podcasts. It's just that some things, I'm, I can't do everything anymore so the sign sealed delivered reviews i'm going to have to quit those for the moment in terms of doing them every week i can't do them every week 
I can't. Um, the book club, I'm going to have to shut that down. Unfortunately, I can't maintain that. And in terms of weekly reviews, I'm going to be volleying back and forth between YouTube and the podcast. Because if you think about it, with me having a full-time job, I've been doing a lot. I've been putting up a YouTube video and putting out a fully, a full blown out podcast episode, actually two episodes a week. So I've been doing two episodes a week plus a YouTube video every week. And then there are the the weeks where we have interviews. So that's three episodes a week plus a YouTube video while having a full-time job. I had no life, you guys. Your girl was not living. And it wasn't until, when was it? The Grammys? I think it was the Grammys. Where I came to the realization that, yo, I have not, I haven't been spending time with the people that I love. So I need to step my foot off the gas and just go on a Christmas schedule. And yeah, I will still be putting out podcasts. It just won't be as consistent. And there's a second part to this too. I've also been annoyed and frustrated with what Hallmark has been giving us as of late. And it, I, it, if, I mean, you heard it in my game of love, winning team and love in the Maldives episodes. I was just, I was fed up. I'm like, what are we doing at this point? Like, what, what is the, what is the purpose? I I was kind of sapped of joy and strength. Um, and I was like, I gotta find, I gotta find another way to get my joy back. And this is it. Um, so if you're looking for my professional bridesmaid review, you want to check on YouTube for that. Um, and I'm going to go over some of your comments, uh, towards the end of this episode, <laughs> cause you guys are so funny, but, um, yeah. So like I said, I'll have to pull back a bit with the consistency, but thank you guys for continuing to listen. Also, um, well, we'll talk about that towards the end of the episode. What we're going to do now. Uh, We are going to take a break, and then when I come back, we are going to talk about the wedding cottage. Because everybody was looking forward to this movie. Okay, okay, let's let's go to break, and then we'll talk about it when we come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, you guys. So let's talk about The Wedding Cottage. First, let's hear what Hallmark Channel synopsis for this movie is. A wedding guide creator must convince an uninspired artist and owner of a special wedding cottage to renovate the rundown cottage to host a contest-winning couple for their dream wedding. Starring Anne Krakow and Brendan Penny. 
That is indeed the gist of it. So Erin Krakow's character, Vanessa, she's from New York. She used to be a wedding planner and now she is this wedding guide creator. And so how I take like what exactly is a wedding guide? Excuse me. I have it to be basically everything you need to know to plan your wedding. Flowers, florists, venues, dresses, the little photographers, place cards, guest lists, all the little things that goes into planning your wedding. She creates this guide to help brides through their planning stage. And she put out a contest to help drum up business and a couple won. Um, he's in the army, has a bum leg, and they put off their engagement, but then now it's back on. They want to get married in about a month and a half. So she has little to no time to put this wedding together. She's a, she's in essence planning this wedding for them. So the cottage is in Vermont. She drives up to Vermont, sees the cottage, finds that it's, well, she realizes that it may be closed before she gets there. And then um, she finds Brendan Penny's character. His name is Aaron, Eric, Eric, I think his name is, Um, Evan, Evan, I think it's Evan. Uh, and Evan is an artist who is just not inspired. All he does is play (laughs) tic-tac-toe. And so he eventually, to his chagrin, allows her to renovate the cottage that was once owned by his grandparents. And throughout the course of the renovation, they begin to, their walls come down. Hello? Come on, metaphor. And, um... They get closer together and then they fall into the loves and then they run the wedding cottage and stuff. Okay. So that's the movie. Let's start off with Numero Uno. I believe this is the movie that Gerald Etienne was working on while I was interviewing her for the master class. You can tell a wardrobe girl's movie. I'm just, they have a special spark to their wardrobe. That just adds a little bit of oomph to the character. For Vanessa in this movie, the blazers, the jackets. She had this one black, beautiful blazer with gold details. It was gorgeous. Some things looked a little bit too clean. It felt like they were wearing Aaron instead of Aaron wearing the clothes. You know what I mean? Um, but my goodness, and can we, t- <laughs> that suit that Mr. Penny was in at the end and that dress that Miss Krako was in at the end was divine. Scrum deliumptious. Do you hear me? You could eat it up with a spoon, a knife and a fork, maybe even a butter knife as well. It was and is fantastic. This movie, so I didn't watch it when it aired. I watched it on replay. My overall impression of this movie is that it's 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 easy. It's a it's an easy feel. Just listening to the op- the music in the opening sequence, I felt myself go. Hmm. I felt that comfort. I felt like I was at home. It gave me the the feels 
that I needed. And I appreciate that about this movie. Highly rewatchable. Highly rewatchable. Um, I'm always here for Mr. Penny. I have a built-in Penny bias. Let's just put that out there. Especially since they've canceled Chesapeake Shores. So we don't know how much we're going to see him outside of Christmas. So I'm always down for a non-holiday Penny movie. And you, it's like... Erin Krako's Instagram videos she would put up almost every day of just the shenanigans that they had behind the scenes made it even more, I think it made everyone that much more excited to see the movie because one, Brendan Penny isn't that active almost at all on social media. So we get to see this other side of him outside of his roles and he is super fun. Number one. Number two, you can tell that they had so much fun filming this. And you, at least for me, I know when some people have had fun, when they've truly enjoyed what what they've done, it makes for such a great watching experience. Such a great watching experience. Now, there were moments that felt a bit awkward and forced to me. In terms of the conversation. And I will say that there weren't. It wasn't as zingy or zesty or sexy. As they made it out to be in the Facebook Live. I don't know. That was just me. I thought it was going to be much more. Pushing the boundaries than what I thought. I don't know. What do you guys think? Did y'all watch the Facebook Live? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But I, I enjoyed watching him pursue her and you saw them in the beginning stages of their dating relationship um after they've had their first kiss they they kept kissing after that they had like two more kisses after that and it was super cute um i loved the b&b that she was in in that town the cottage itself is gorgeous and it's so funny because prior to this maybe about a few weeks ago I was in a little cottage fest because I watched I subscribed to this channel called apartment therapy on YouTube and they one of their recent videos is about a woman who lives in a cottage and I said oh I gotta find me a cottage and then this movie comes up and I'm like oh my gosh but this looks more like a chateau than a cottage it's huge um, I've always thought cottages were sm- on the smaller side, but that's neither here nor there. The house that they used is gorgeous. The one kickback, though, was it had some of that old school, big, big city, small town shade. Oh, you from New York, huh? Yeah, like, I just work at a faster pace. Yeah, we don't rush here in Vermont. It was some of that that old school language that I was just like, ugh. Dang, there they go, talking about people from New York again. There they go, talking about people from the quote-unquote big city. So, that made me cringe a little bit. Um, But aside from that, I just... I, I felt like there was an ease between the two of them once they got past their initial distaste for one another. <laughs> so I really I really appreciated their chemistry 
the chemistry that they had. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, you guys. I really, really did. I would say it is currently ranked number four right now in my ranking. And I would give this a four out of five. I think it's a solid movie. Highly rewatchable. The one... I need to rewatch one movie, though, to determine if The Wedding Cottage will stay at number four or if it will move up. I will not disclose just yet what movie that is. But it's honestly going to determine my... Like, actually, the order of my top four. Um is me rewatching this one movie. So let me see. Were there any other things? Oh, the dancing scene. Yes. I loved the dancing scene, both in the beginning and the end. Gorgeous. The ending reminded me a little bit of It Was Always You because they were holding hands and walking out to a place. And I was like, deja vu. It was always you. What'd you say? Oh, um, but yeah, and the ending line was corny. Okay, I'm nitpicking right now. I still I still enjoyed this movie. This movie is a comfort watch. This is one of those rainy day, get you some DoorDash, throw the movie on type of movies. This is also one of those you need to watch with your eyeballs. Now, after you watched it with your eyeballs three times, then maybe you can still cook while it's on but you still need to have your eyeballs on it during some parts okay this movie needs your eyeballs that's all i'm saying so those those are my overall thoughts about the movie again it it's 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 a vibe it's a vibe i enjoyed it i enjoyed it indeed let me know what you thought of the movie. There is a link in the show notes where you can leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts in the form of a voice message, and I will play it here on the podcast and respond to it. So we are going to take another micro break, and then when we come back, we are going to get into you guys' comments on The Professional Bridesmaid and some other things that you guys have been talking about. So. Stay tuned. All right, y'all. Welcome back. So before we get into your thoughts on The Professional Bridesmaid, I wanted to read to you a review that is hot off the press. And this is a podcast review from the Ultimate Hallmark fan. This person gives the podcast five stars and the review reads, Dara has a unique view on Hallmark movies. And let me tell you, it is fun. She laughs a lot and you will laugh a lot listening. Thank you so much, Ultimate Hallmark fan. If you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. It will really help me out. Let me know what you think. Write a review. And it also does a little something, something to the algorithm. That way the podcast is able to be pushed out to more people so they can know that there is Hallmark content out there for them to consume. Now let's get into your thoughts on a on the professional bridesmaid. 
Brenda Lewis 63 says, it was a great movie. Amazing chemistry between the two. Chandler is just so adorable. One of the better movies this year. I agree, Brenda. Emma underscore Kiwi. <laughs> when you look into their faces, there's life. Ah, Telemint Frey. Oh, wait, is that French? Hold on. Telemint Frey. Did I say that right? <laughs> Emma, help. A very Frankenstein, it's alive moment. But dang, we needed these two to step on stage and show the world how it's done. Funny how such a simple thing like um acting is overlooked. Ugh, just the meet cute and the amp and the simple conversations so well delivered between the leads. And the bride, she killed it. Bravo, writer and set decorators as well. Yolanda Lunkins 3216 says, Dara, you are so entertaining. Love your reviews. And this movie is so cute. I'm laughing with you. Now, Spilled Milk 999 says, I DNF'd this one. I confess that I came in not excited about it, so the movie had to overcome a lot already. And it had my pet peeve of movie situations. People continuously saying the thing that's supposed to be a secret out loud where other people can hear them. But I will say, Chemistry was absolutely on point between the main leads, and Chandler Massey is adorable. Katarina Hartwell, 5751, says, Can I just say I love you, Dar? Ha ha ha, you rock. Miss you. (laughs) Oh, you guys. Cheryl Comrie, 4134, says, You were absolutely made for this. Love your animation. I wasn't surprised that you would love this movie. Hunter King and Chandler Massey are daytime Emmy winners from their soap opera days. They emote so well. No need to utter a word. Yes, definitely a rewatch. Now eagerly awaiting the wedding cottage. All right, you guys got to let me know what you think of the wedding cottage. You can do so by leaving me a voice message here. You can also connect with me on Instagram, the post for this podcast. You, you can leave your comments there. But other than that, guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I was getting to say of The Wedding Cottage. (laughs) To this episode of Dear Homework. Again, I am your host, Dara. And there are links in the show notes that will have you, you know, if you want to look around the home of Dear Homework to get acclimated. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.